Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high-vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Hello and welcome. I'm so, so beyond excited to be talking about this topic because it's something that I haven't spoken about outside of the Soul Line Business Academy. You know, maybe there's been bits and pieces here and there, but we are going so deep today. Today we are going into how you can infuse Ayurveda into a program launch. And I'm really excited because some of the women on here today are actually in the current round of the Soul Line Business Academy, and I'm sure I'll have other people come on here um, that I've worked with in the past. We are on the third week of the Business Academy, like the third module. And so for those of you who are in it, you actually haven't gotten to this part yet. So yay, we're going to go into it. Um, and we, of course, have like one-to-one calls in the Business Academy. If you guys don't know about the Soul Line Business Academy, it's my signature course. And so I do like one-to-one support and then I do group support. And it's really fun. We get to go really deep and we get to look at each person as an individual. And that's what I want to encourage you to do through these trainings, right? So these three trainings were set up so that you can understand a bit more about Ayurveda and your dosha. And so that can be applied to your daily routine, your lifestyle, it can be applied to your business, it can be applied to literally absolutely anything, your relationships, the way you see the world, the way the world sees you. And, you know, it's just like any of the other resources that you might have in your back pocket, right? Some of you know your zodiac. Some of you know your entire birth chart, and that's a resource. Your human design, that's another thing that when I work one-to-one with clients, I like to pull all of these things because they all show us so much about our innate gifts and what is natural to us. And through that, we can find the natural path to success. So, um, I don't want you thinking that Ayurveda is the only thing I ever look at. I am a full supporter of anything that you can put in your resource box and use at a later date to help you move forward. So like I said, inside the Soul Line Business Academy, I do one-to-one. And what we're doing is we're making it unique to each person. So actually... The launch practices that I teach, you know, we're going to go over, like I said, there's always like that surface level of things, right? And I'm sure you can all resonate with this. Like there's surface level conversations that are like, how are you doing today? How's the weather? Da, da, da. Same thing with a launch. You know, I could sit here and be on the surface level with you. Um, if you join the program, obviously, I'm going to go deeper with you. I'm going to see exactly what works for you, your dosha, your situation, your dream, your vision, the financial goals that you have, right? So it's a whole nother level. <clears throat> so I will say that ahead of time. But as I also said, if you're commenting in here or if you're reaching out to me, we can go a little deeper and I'd be happy to do that for you because the way that you launch is not a cookie cutter formula. There is absolutely no way that there's a one size fit all launch strategy. There's no way that's going to happen. And I'm sure you guys can understand that, right? How many of you have launched something and 
Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work. How many of you have launched two somethings and one launch style worked and the second style flopped? Or you tried it the same way and you realized that you needed to tweak it a little bit and change it in order to fit the current situation, right? You want to be mindful of those launches just as much as the big ones because it's all the little steps that add up to create a full effect, right? Stability creates stability is something that I've said on here a few times. I'm sure you've caught it before, but stability will create stability because like attracts like. This is a universal law, right? Law of attraction, also Ayurveda, like attracts like, and opposites create balance, right? So if you're looking to create stability in your finances, of course you need to create stability in what you are providing people, right? You need to show up in this extended version throughout your entire time being an entrepreneur. You can't just show up in spits and spats and scatter all over the place because then people don't feel like they can fully rely on you. And if they can't rely on you, why would they invest in you? You know, it's I don't want it to sound like the harsh truth, but I'm here to help you. <laughs> so there is a little bit of, of um, realness that's gonna happen here. What I teach people is the freedom funnel. So the freedom funnel is an upside down triangle. Oh, this is a bad shape. Oh, okay, yep, upside down triangle. So we can think of that as like layers to what we offer. And what can you create that's going to allow you to show up steadily, right? So Ellie is full-time in her work, right? So her schedule allows her to do that. At the same time, there are some of you that I recognize are in here and you have a full-time job. Or you, um, for example, maybe you are an independent contractor and you want to go full-time in your own business, but you are an independent contractor and so you're kind of here, there, everywhere, right? A perfect example is a yoga teacher. And some of you know that I was a full-time yoga teacher and I was specializing in helping people with disabilities and special needs for a very long time. And what that meant was that I was sort of my own business, but at the same time, not fully my own. I had to follow different schedules. I had to rent space. I had to do this and that. So I had to be more flexible. When you have an open schedule, it's, yeah, it's easier to be a bit more stable, but that doesn't mean you can't do it if you are an independent contractor or a full-time employee. It's just finding what's going to work for you, right? So Understanding your dosha isn't just about understanding, you know, your genetic blueprint, but it's also understanding what does your schedule look like and what does it allow? And so when we look through the eyes of Ayurveda, we can also see what times of day are you working, right? So if you are, for example, a full-time worker, you're actually working during the kapha and pitta times a day and a little bit of vata. It's a little bit harder for you to work on your business during the week. If you work, for example, nine to five then you're kind of putting all your work on the weekend, right? And you may make sacrifices, which is probably a good thing, you know? Um, for example, a lot of people who are on that path wind up going out less. They wind up not drinking as much. And so alcohol or pretty much any substance of that sort, um, caffeine, alcohol, if, you know, you have anything else that you go for, whatever floats your boat, nudge up, you know, like, not judging anybody, but it will affect your dosha. It will affect you being in alignment or not. Um, typically, alcohol or caffeine, those things are going to increase vata or pitta, right? It's good for kapha. It's good for kapha because kapha needs a little spring in their step. 
But for somebody who already has a spring in their step, a vata, right? Now it's like, ding, 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 ding. It's kind of like a pinball machine. And then for a pitta, it, it burns them up a bit more, right? And it's not fully necessary. So being mindful of their, you know, again, like if you're trying to create a strategy that's going to allow you to show up in a very stable way, because this is what you need, that's like number one in launching something. You need to create a stable foundation. You need to create a foundation that is strong and sturdy so that, you know, and it doesn't, it's not really like, you know, I don't, I don't want you thinking that there's this, um, this roadblock of, well, I work nine to five, so how can I be a stable force? You can be a stable force on Saturdays and Sundays, and people know to go to you on Saturdays and Sundays. It's perfect. So um, there's always a way to find a way around it, right? But um, getting back to that is that when we can look at this in this perspective, we can say, okay, is the foundation strong and sturdy, right? Because if the foundation is strong and sturdy, how many people can stand on it? If the foundation is a little shaky, what would it feel like for your client to stand on it? If the foundation of your business, if the way you're showing up in your business was seen as the foundation of a building, what would it look like? Would it look like soggy waffles? <laughs> would it look like a beautiful wood floor? So Kafa has this innate ability to have so much mental fortitude. They are, by definition, stable. They are a sturdy force. And so you have the ability to show up in that way regularly. And they work from compassion, from peace, from calming, and that's their gift to the world, right? So the more coffee you have in your system, the more you're able to stand in that role as the um, Mother Earth figure that you are. So think of it like that, you know, if you go about the launch strategy as a pitta, which kind of sounds like that's what was happening where it was like, okay, I'm ready to launch. The launch starts like say August 1st. I'm going to show up on Facebook. I'm going to show up on Instagram and I'm going to do that's pizza. That's very pizza. Right. Um, so it's the opposite. So it creates an imbalance for you and for your business, for you and for your launch. It creates what does an imbalance feel like if you were going to stand on it? Does it feel like that solid wood floor? <laughs> does it feel like these soggy waffles? I don't know why that's the metaphor I'm using. <laughs> but you're not going to stand on soggy waffles, right? So <laughs> think about it that way. You want to follow your innate gifts. And your innate gift is to be a steady force throughout the entire year, throughout the entire season of your business, not just during the launch. But Pitta does have that ability to have like that... Um, it's almost like if you were a track star, right? If you ran track, you'd be more of like the sprinter. Right? You'd be more of the sprinter. Um, Kappa could run miles, no problem. And then Vata would be like the mid-distance runner because they can kind of do both, but they need something that's a little bit longer that's going to like entertain their minds a little bit and then challenge their minds to stay focused. So... Um, and there should have been self-care going on throughout that, right? To not go full-blown pizza. But now is the time to come back and maybe like organize and, you know, take care of yourself and make sure everything is in the right organization for you. Because pizza is really like organization. Mm -hmm. And if you are vata or pizza and you drink a lot of caffeine, put milk in it. You know, put something in it to sort of sweeten it. Obviously, we don't want to be like, 
sugar heads, but um, black coffee is good for kapha. It is not very good for vata or pitta. So just be mindful of like the um, the discernment between, all right, why am I drinking this caffeine? Because, you know, pittas can also be um, easily attached. Like an imbalance of a pitta would be like they're kind of attached, they're like obsessive. So be mindful of like, Okay, am I drinking the caffeine because I'm like, oh, I need it, I need it, <laughs> or am I drinking it because it feels good for my body? So check in, always check in. This is something that Michelle and I um, talked about a lot. It's just like checking in. How often do you check in with your mind and body? Right. So some people never check in, and it's unfortunate because there's so much to learn there. Right? There's so much to learn when we look inside of ourselves. Some people check in once a week, you know, Sunday morning meditation. I'm checking in. I encourage you to check in multiple times a day, like eight times a day. Check in as much as you can, you know, hand on your heart, hand on your stomach, close your eyes, take a deep breath. What's your body feel like? Is your heart racing? Is it slow and steady? Are your shoulders tight? What's happening here? Okay, and if you're in the process of doing a launch, remember one of the biggest things that we need is to have a strong foundation. So kapha is the dosha that creates that strength, right? It, it is the earth energy. So even if you're a pitta and you use that ability or you're a vata and you use that ability to propel you forward, you also, for your mind and body, need to be grounded. Otherwise, it's very easy to get lost, right? And especially if we attach to the results. Honestly, one of the things that I have been saying to a lot of people recently is like, you can understand through your launch, through your doshas, this is what I need to do. And then I've been finding that understanding my birth chart and understanding my human design really deeply has helped me notice those subtle energies like those really, really subtle energies, right? Because um, I don't expect any of you to learn Ayurveda and all of a sudden be an Ayurvedic health counselor and expert. I, my hope for you is that you are able to analyze your energy, self-diagnose and self-heal on a regular basis. And that's why checking in is so crucial because what happens is that when you are able to check in very regularly, you can notice those subtle shifts. And so Ayurveda is more so about preventing disease and maintaining wellness than it is about healing a disease right? Or doing anything after the fact of the imbalance. It's actually, the goal is to catch the subtle nuances that happen when we start to go out of balance before it creates a serious health issue. So um, we do have a lot of like new people here. So I do just want to share like a little bit about me real quick and how Ayurveda um, propelled me forward, but also in the sense of how this is going to relate to you because what happened for me was that I'm a Pittavata, right? So we can talk about Pittavata launches and Pittakafa launches, but um, before anything else, your, your business is a reflection of you. So if you are out of balance, you're not feeling well, you're burnt out, you're stressed out, your anxiety is through the roof. Number one, I see you. You're not alone. 
And number two, you have the ability to self-heal. And when you do that, it's so much easier for you to show up for the people that you are here to help. And that above all is what's important here. Like fuck the numbers, fuck everything else. Forget what you're seeing on Instagram and on Facebook about people who are doing it and doing it better. Like one, we don't know. We don't actually know if any of that's real. Like there's, there's all kinds of stuff that we can put out and filter, right? But number two, the most important thing is you. How are you feeling? Check in. How are you feeling? When I started to get into Ayurveda, it was because I started to realize that Western medicine did not have answers for me. I, at 18, was diagnosed with melanoma carcinoma, which is a skin cancer that's very aggressive and it goes into bloodstream. Additionally, it's a pitta imbalance. Pitta is very much related to the skin. It also relates to the blood, the heat of the blood, right? The, the sensitivities of the skin. People have eczema, people have acne. It's typically pitta, an imbalance in pitta. Then later on, I also had vata imbalances, right? The whole deal of, as you can guess, getting cancer at 18 was not fun for me. So naturally, I had a lot of anxiety. I struggled with depression. I had all of these, you know, mental issues happening where it would then propel me into a physical imbalance. So anxiety led to panic attacks. Panic attacks led to heart issues. Heart issues led to everything else. I eventually started having seizures. I had to go to the hospital multiple times and Western medicine put its hands up. They said they don't know. Later on, I started to take on mindfulness practices. I got my yoga teacher certification and I learned about Ayurveda. And when I learned about Ayurveda, it was an easy, like, it, it's almost like when you're looking at the sky at night and you see all the stars and you all of a sudden you're like, I see that constellation. That was the moment. It was like the light bulbs went off and all of a sudden it was like every single imbalance has to do with my Vakruti my doshas. And so if I can pacify my doshas, doshas, then I don't need to have anxiety about what could go wrong. Now I can focus about, now I can focus on what can go right for me, right? But until I was able to heal that, I was not ever going to be able to start my business. So some of you also know the other part of my story is that I was a published author, like straight out of college. Um, from that, I wound up being asked to do marketing for multiple businesses. And within a month, I had like a full-blown business. I never committed to um, getting business cards. I never committed to making a website. I never did any of that stuff because my Vata was so out of balance that I actually, one, was not able to see, and two, just felt too sick to trust that I would even be alive at the age of 28. I genuinely thought I wouldn't be here today. So that being said, how could I ever have a successful business? in that state of mind. And obviously I have a lot of compassion. I love myself so deeply in this young version of me. I have so much love for her. It's beyond belief, but it's because of the amount of healing that she did in order to get to this place. So this is why I infuse Ayurveda into everything. If you are doing the launch and you are putting the results before yourself, then you are also putting the results before the results of your clients. You are putting the money before the results of your clients. And in that case, your business will not be successful. Why would it be? Your business isn't about the money. It's about helping people. 
right? And so if that's the case and you're not actually putting them first or yourself first even, then there is no strong foundation. There's absolutely no strong foundation. If you go into a full-blown consultation with an Ayurvedic practitioner or a health counselor or an Ayurvedic doctor, they are not just going to say, oh, this is your dosha. They are going to ask you, like, how are your bowels moving? What's your poop look like? What's your tongue look like? You know, show me your tongue. They're going to look at, you know, your daily routine. Is there anything happening in your family and your friends and your love relationships? Is there anything bothering you in this area? You know, where are you feeling excited in life and where are you not feeling excited? And how much time are you putting into that? You know, what, um, what time are you working and how long are you working? And in what way are you eating? How, what are you thinking when you're eating? There are a lot of questions that can go into this. Right. So there could be there could be that sluggishness coming from something as seemingly minuscule, as seemingly surface level as having lunch in the break room and people are having conversations that are heavy. Crazy, right? But notice it. Notice what you are noticing. Right. And so. I shared earlier, like the way that I notice if it is um, actually that my body needs rest or if it's, you know, something else happening. One of the ways I notice is my mind. Is my mind going to negative thoughts really regularly? Or is it kind of not really thinking about anything at all? Because normally when I'm tired, it's just kind of like, <laughs> there's nothing happening um and I don't know if anybody else feels that way but I really I could like if I'm tired I could stare at a wall for a while um or I'm thinking about food and that's probably because I'm a tourist but <laughs> the other thing that we can look at is how are you sleeping are you going to bed late are you getting four hours eight hours Right. Um, what kind of food are you eating? If you're eating a lot of like, and so this is why the, the master class is one of the things that I really want to share with you guys. And again, like <laughs> as a business person, just going to be totally transparent with you guys. Um, best tactic for scaling your business to six figures is probably not to tell people to get the free version before they get the fully paid, like pay in full version. But honestly, it's more about like Ayurveda is such a necessity that I'm doing it because I love it. You know, I, I have my one-to-one -one program. I have the Soulline Business Academy. This is really about you guys. And, you know, that's what I want to put out there for you. When I'm telling you to get the free version, it's because I love you. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> what's going into that is talking about, again, like some of the main pieces are like understanding the characteristics. Because if you can understand the characteristics of your food, then you can know that like, if there's a lot of kapha happening, if my food is oily and heavy, if it is now you know, um, increasing kapha because of the tastes, right? So there are certain tastes that are going to increase kapha and there are certain tastes that are going to decrease it, right? So um, earlier I had shared, um, Somebody had asked about feeling like sluggish. And this seems like the theme here that people are kind of like, okay, why am I feeling sluggish right now? Um, 
again, there are so many reasons that it could be, but if this is the case, then it's possible that when your body needs rest or two, that it could even be like emotional, right? So I think everybody here is a woman. So perfect example. When I am on my menstrual cycle, I want to be coddled and cuddled and I want to eat sweet foods. And that is my body's way of saying, I want to be nurtured, right? When we eat sweet foods, it's, it's likely because we need more sweetness in our lives. We need more sweetness in our lives. You know, um, when you go for a bad, through a bad breakup, what do you do? You kind of start to be like, well, forget about this shit. I'm going to go eat chocolate because you need something sweet, right? And if you're not with this past lover anymore, there's this gap, you know, there's this cup that was once being filled by one medicine, a person, a relationship, and now that is taken away and the cup is empty. And now we need medicine. Okay, so circling back some of the things that came up, like how do I, if I want to change the world with my work, how do I connect with people and do a launch that is more um, using my kapha traits, right? Using my ability to make a strong foundation. Can you reach out and create really conscious, deep connections with people where it doesn't feel like you're selling and forcing and pushing? Can you do that if you have not taken care of yourself today? It's a little bit harder. So noticing and understanding your energy, noticing where there is an imbalance and noticing how can I change this? How can I find balance again so that I can now show up and send this message to this person who needs a little support today? How can I properly send a message to somebody who might become a client? It starts with you. It starts with you. So, I know I kind of like jumped around. Um, some of the main things that I wanted to get to today were how to stay balanced during a launch by implementing various practices and strategies. I think we kind of went over that. Um, how to support your prospective clients and attract soulmate clients into your course that are already are ready to book. Um, again, we kind of went over that with the perception of like, all right, I have pitta, I have kapha, I have vata. Like, what is the strength of each of those? And through that, when you're using your strengths and they are balanced and they are aligned, how can you not? How can you not book a client, right? How can you get on that call and be the best version of yourself and be at the same frequency, you know, be a perfect match for one another? I'm sure you've seen this where you've been like a perfect match. You're like, yes, I want to work with them. I think they want to work with me and everything would be so great and beautiful if they did. And then they don't book. Well, were you using your strengths to the fullest capacity? Or was one a little bit out of balance on that call? Being able to notice, okay, my pitta is acting up and it's getting attached to the outcome of the situation. I need to slow down and be a little bit more kapha. I need to slow down and cover my heart a little bit more. That is a way to flow with the natural harmony 
like the harmony that can be created between you and a soulmate client. And if it is a soulmate client, then if you're in balance, if you're aligned, then you're standing for that client to see what it's like to be empowered, to be aligned. And again, why would they not book with you? Why would they not join your program? Okay? And there are so many different excuses and things that can come up. And yes, I get that. I'm sure you all have questions like, well, what about in this situation? What about in that situation? Again, a little bit more detailed, but at the end of the day, it's not about any of that other stuff. We need to learn how to peel away the other things and open ourselves up and open our clients up to the possibility that those are not actually worthy excuses to keep us from what we are deserving of and what we are worthy of in this world, right? If you are providing a transformation for somebody that's going to change their lives, why should anything else matter outside of that person deserves this transformation? And don't get it you know, twisted for me saying like, oh, well, just discount your price. You know, let's just do this, right? There's, there's a way to go about it. There's a way to go about it. Um, some of the other things that I teach my clients today, I was going over with somebody a little bit of neuro-linguistic programming. The quality of your questions creates the quality of the response, right? So working with somebody in the practice of going through this launch, creating a relationship with somebody. And again, this is another program that's going to come out in the future. It's also in the Soulline Business Academy. If you are looking for support in this um, process of booking a client and getting a launch, that is going to be strategy that you can use time and time again. Um, and of course, like I said earlier, it's not one size fits all and you may need to tweak it over time, but being able to see through the eyes of Ayurveda through your, for yourself and for your business and for the clients you wish to work with, that allows you to now take the skills that you learn in the programs that I offer and use it for yourself, right? And you don't need a business coach to tell you like every month of the year, what you need to be doing if you can see through this, right? And I want you to cultivate the skills that you need so that you can thrive, right? On your own, fully empowered, fully aligned, balanced, feeling great. So that's about it. I think um, that wraps that up. That's about it for today. If you have questions, if there's anything still lingering, you can feel free to send me a message. If there's anything that you'd like to share, you can comment on this video, you can comment in the group. I love having these discussions going because again, as you can see in this little chat area over here, I'm sure there were multiple things that came up that people were like, oh yeah, that resonates with me. This girl said that and that resonates with me and da 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 and vice versa. So talk to one another. <laughs> and I will talk to you very soon. Hope you have a beautiful day and enjoy your week. Bye, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul purpose driven people can find it. I believe that as soul aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener, and until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.